Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach and your podcast host. Today is another installment of Frankly, my favorite segment, we call this the In Their Words, cleverly titled because we are going to talk with one of our Fran Coach clients that have now become a franchise owner. And we are going to hear in their words all about their background, what led them to consider franchise ownership, how they navigated the process with Fran Coach, as well as what franchise they chose and even how it's going so far. Um, plus a lot more. We may have a super big surprise on this one. I don't know. Uh, today's guest originally connected with the Fran Coach team after listening to this podcast. I think it's called Franchising 101. Um, and then ultimately reached out to speak with us. And it's just been an absolute joy and privilege to get to know this guy. But before we bring on our superstar guest, a quick reminder of who we are. Fran Coach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals interested in owning a franchise. We're partnered with well over 600 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 70 different industries. Our goal is to help clients find the best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchise 101 podcast, as always, is to just help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. All right, that's us. Now let's rock and roll. Um, See what I did there, Carrie? Uh, so we're going to bring on our guest, um, Mr. Carrie Shields. Carrie, I cannot thank you enough for joining us, my friend, today. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Other, other than a, a sty, I'm doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for really encouraging everybody to watch and not just listen today. That's, so, that's uh, but. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, I mean, how would you not with two incredibly handsome dudes like me and you on here? Like you want to be, you want to be making sure you're, you're, you're watching, not just listening. So, um, so Carrie, man, thanks for, for, for coming on. I got a bunch of stuff I want to talk to you about. Uh, certainly your journey through this, cause this was, there's a lot of twists and turns uh, for, uh, for uh, this, this whole process, but. Let's go. Let's go back to the beginning, man. Tell us a little bit about Carrie and, and kind of like how you got here, even just thinking about franchising. Yeah, yeah. And and thank you, Tim. Thank you very much. So I'm Carrie Shields. Uh, I am a family man. Got a wife, two wonderful daughters uh, who are uh, one is now 21, one is uh, days from 17. So they themselves are moving into adulthood. Uh, I'm a musician. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm a business owner uh, who had the fortune and luck of seeing a business do uh, full cycle, as they say. So we we created it, we built it, and then we sold it. And uh, and with that, um, uh, most people talk to me about. So what do you do with all your free time now? Sit around, count coins. And I just have this image of like Scrooge at his desk. Is that how they, they think I'm doing? <laughs> and it's, you know, it, there's a, in a cell that, you know, there, it's like anything else. There, there's, a, there's a lot going on in a cell and, and the, the purchase process. I was this 
the low man, I had the smallest shares, which meant it was most important to me to get that business up and running, make the revenue good. So the other partners uh, were not eager to get away from it. And it turned out it, it worked out. And when we finished, my first thought was, well, I'm, I want to go back to playing music. I've been playing music all my life. The, the whole time of having a business, I, I, the music plan diminished, went into a little more songwriting uh, just for sanity on those hard days. And, you know, so returning to it's been great. I have uh, I finally released Eat My Own Songs on my own EPs as opposed to trying to get others to play my songs and been out pushing that. And it's there's tons of parallel. Watching it has been uh, just just knowing what I went through and watching this. It, it's, been a, it's been interesting to add what I learned from business to the process of trying to be songwriter and singer, that sort of thing. Meanwhile, all the other individuals that knew me only as a businessman and worked with me through the years, uh, I've had, like, even my old partner has called me in to work with new companies that he's developing. Um, I'm out of Louisville, Kentucky. Not originally from here, but Louisville, Kentucky is a very blue town, and uh, which means it has a lot of dreamers. Not And when it comes to dreamers, it's not just artists. There's a lot of business individuals that have, have that driving passion and a lot of them with really great intent and work ethic uh, and ideas, but uh, no means to, um, you know, to get it going. You know, they can't reach out to someone. And so you, you need someone that comes in and, and gets it started. And that's literally how we got lucky with our company. And that's where I met this partner. So he still does the same thing. I call it like business Petri dish. But what I've been doing is people call me in and, and uh, they, they, what they want to do is sell their business, of course. <laughs> and uh, what they really want to do is get out of the job they've currently created for themselves. And they, they tend to have a problem, really, that they're trying to work beyond. And so once I realized I was getting a lot of those questions based on the fact that I had, had, was part of a, an entity that created a company and sold a company, I thought I should monetize this. And so I've been doing that just as a side hustle. And I've been doing maybe one uh, client a year. <laughs> the rest of the time, I've just been gigging, been back in the studio and writing songs. And, and so um, what led to looking at franchising? About a year ago, my wife and I were like, we... Uh, there's still a lot of things that we want to do as a couple. And I never wanted to ask my family to uh, do without so that I could pursue my dreams. Once I decided I wanted a family, I thought, well, I've got to honor that. And so I thought, I, I got to create income. I'm 56 years old. No one wants to hire me. No one's ever going to hire me. Why would they hire me? There's, I mean, I, my kid, I just did last night. And the, the kid was just incredible. He's 30 years old. And at first I was like, yeah, yeah. And then it dawned on me. I was 26 when he was born. Like, it's just a big difference. There's so <laughs> world. And so I'm way better at starting something than and creating my own than I am uh, at, at being being the, you know, the, the round peg for the round hole that entities are out there looking for. And so we're like, we should. So what can we do? And we didn't want to go back to what we had done. 
Um, and so that led to thinking of, about, well, maybe we could buy a business that someone wants out of. And I have a broker who's a friend and, you know, he was always just, this is up, this is up. And we been we had been, we had joined as a family, a, a local um, exercise boutique. And I'd heard that they were thinking about selling. And so I approached them and had great conversations with them. They haven't sold. I think maybe they, they may have been having a difficult day or maybe someone just assumed they would want to sell. I mean, who knows how the, the rumor got around, but it's a great conversation. They're still up and running and that led me to franchising. And it also opened my eyes to, because in the industry I was in, there was lots of franchises. My industry was tax compliance. And so there's lots of friends. There's a block has franchises. Jackson Hewitt has franchises, right? And so on and so forth. And so I thought I need to know more about franchising because I had a very like just ignorant opinion of it. I, I, I didn't know anything about it and had zero thought that it had any, any potential use for myself. And so I was looking around and I, and I, I do long drives because I do gigs away and I, so I listened to podcasts and I thought, you know what? Surely there's a podcast on franchising. About franchising 101. I was like, what a genius thing. I mean, that's exactly for me. And so I started listening to it. And once I started listening to it, I listened to the first one and then I thought, okay, that's it. And I went back to the beginning and began to listen to them all. And uh, um, I probably listened to too many before I reached out, but I don't feel bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I mean looking at franchising <laughs> Yeah, the, the the key is that you did eventually reach out, even though that you are probably one third of the downloads are all carry shields. Um so it's it's, it's all it's all fine. So yeah, now that you're a franchise owner, you gotta keep you gotta keep listening there, brother. So hey, that's right. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a quick break from our podcast to tell you about our amazing friends at Entrepreneur. If you're looking to become a franchisee or simply learn more about business ownership, and guys, let's be honest, you're listening to the Franchising 101 podcast, so we know you have some interest in this. And I really encourage you to go to entrepreneur.com to check out all of their great content and resources. Seriously, Entrepreneur has everything, all the way from a bookstore to the best podcast webinars and videos, plus information on upcoming events, and the latest articles that seriously, they cover all aspects of franchising and business ownership. If you're having trouble deciding which franchise is right for you, start with Entrepreneur's renowned Franchise 500 ranking, which highlights the best franchises of 2022. For 45 years and counting now, Entrepreneur has been and continues to be the most widely recognized and respected authority in the franchise market. Digital and print subscriptions are available, so you never miss out on anything. So seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to entrepreneur.com right now and learn more. So you you do finally reach out. We we get connected. You've been poking around a little bit um, online, even some of the franchisors that we had talked about. Um, but you were still kind of in that phase of like, You'd mentioned you didn't really think franchise, didn't know much about it, right? And like most people, it's McDonald's, it's Taco Bell, it's ah, I like I don't, I don't know, right? Like, do you remember kind of like a, a point in the journey where you're like, oh, like 
this really, we don't know which one yet, but this really may be a path for me. Do you remember like kind of how that, how that transitioned for you? I think, I think I do um, to, if I, if I may, um, you, you hinted to it in, in my enthusiasm and going through all the podcasts, I, I had identified some fran- franchisers that I was interested in my own and, and just in my eagerness to like, I just wanted to start right now. So I'm out piddling around everybody else's website. Like it's like first conversation with Tim. So excited. Let's just go check out all the franchisers I've heard of. Uh, so we, you know, you go through the Fran coach process. There's the initial, then there's like answer some questions about you. And then there's a conversation with Tim. And then it takes, I think there was one more step. And then that was it. Here comes the three suggestions. And um, the three suggestions seemed very different to one another to me. But as if, if you've, if you speak, been enough time with any, I guess, any one of the Fran coach team, what, what they're doing is as they got to meet you, they pick stuff that hits your, if it didn't fit within your priority, it just couldn't be suggested. It doesn't matter how much it might fit you. If it's out of your, your comfort budget, they're not going to suggest it to you. It, it was very simple. So the aha for me, the first aha was far from this might be the one for me. The first aha was the ones I was looking at um, were just non-negotiable for uh, my wife and I. <laughs> when it comes down to it, I got a partner in life. I kind of like her. Kind of hope she'll stick around. So you know, I, you know, you want to you want to balance those things out. And and uh, you know, I was and I, I remember the first conversation with her. Like, I really like this company, and she was just like. The, the equipment overhead alone. What are you thinking? And I was like, it, and I was just really part of me was kind of geeked up about having that equipment. I just thought, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I can't really make sense of it. So then we moved out of that. I finally had to get to, and I get to meet the three that were suggested to me. And I quickly realized the, that first thing that all three of these are a within the easy one. They're within the comfort budget. And then from there, it was they touched on parts of uh, my life experience that mattered. And and so that was that all of them were there. And one of them was um, still kind of in the ballpark of you get to own cool equipment, and, and but it's a community kind of thing, community service. And so and it was uh, it was one that had was part of a big umbrella of of franchise opportunities. And I, and I thought that would definitely be the one to go because I believe I'm going to immediately want to, I can't remember if it's where you add, you add a whole other program, a whole other company. Yeah. That's, that's how far ahead of myself I was. I I was already five years down the line with 10 companies. I mean, I I was not. (laughs) (laughs) Tim's the one that helped me personally. And man, you just were incredible. The consistency, you never had any push. I could not tell if you had one that you thought was really good. I could not tell at all. And uh, it was was a slow process. But, and and so between the, the calm consistency of Tim and then the time with, uh, just talking it through with my wife and until she finally weighed in on which one she felt 
really work not only because it fit best in, in the prereqs, but it, um, she liked, uh, she thought it was something I, she felt it was what I would do best at without having to be like, okay, music was fun. Let's put all that stuff back in the cases and put it on the shelves. And I'll get back to that in 10 more years when I'm 66, you know, <laughs> and she thought that would be a mistake and you should find balance. And she thought the one we went to. So the probably the aha moment was her realizing that. And so then I thought, well, let's talk it over family, you know, over pancakes. I'm a, I'm a breakfast junkie. So they, they tolerated, came down and we had breakfast and I just asked them what they thought. And they, they agreed. I mean, my, my older daughter's a uh, performance major at college. And um, so she hopes both of them really hope I, I would keep, playing i keep doing something so that but the aha moment really was kind of that for me that decision making partner you know weighing in and, and getting their perspective and realizing okay the job's more than the cool equipment i get to own but that doesn't mean you can't own some cool equipment anyway <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so um but it was it was it, it was and Kudos to you guys for how just the, the openness to go through this. And there was, there are times where you said, you know, like, do, do, do I know there are times I know, like, I don't care which franchise people start, but there are times I know the direction it's going to go. Um, this was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm binge watching something on Netflix. Right. I'm like, you know, oh my gosh, what's going to happen on the next episode of Carrie's discovery process. It was, it was up and down. It was like, uh, you know, this one more. And then next time it's this one more. And then it's over here. And, and, but, but you just kept an open mind and just kept learning yeah. and kept learning and kept learning. And it's a thing I say to people at the beginning that nobody believes me, but at the end of this journey, it's going to just be crystal clear what the best one yeah. is for, yeah. for people. Right. And so we did finally get there. Right. We got, we got that clarity. So, um, What's the, you know, the, the, the big, the big, you know, gender reveal thing. I'll have the balloon go up and see how it pops. But so tell us what's, what franchise are you now the owner of? I'm an owner of uh, focal point coaching. So I'm going to be a focal point coach, which is, I'm excited. I'm very excited about it. I already feel like I am. I just feel like I've not um, learned. I've not, I've not started training yet and they have, so much stuff. I'm so thankful to not have to create the wheel. I, not at all. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. The, um, you're, you are an owner cause you have an email address that says focal point. So we know you're, we know you're official now at that point. It's that's really what it's like. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've made it. I have an email address. Um, okay. so I'm going to put, I'm going to put you on the spot cause you've really not gone through, gone through training yet. But what's what's the thirty second elevator pitch? Gee, Carrie, what's focal point coaching? Tell me more. Man, I have listened to every one of your podcasts. I should have those. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blame it on the sty. The sty is the reason. My thirty second yeah. pitch. Focal point coaching is um, business and or executive and or life coaching. I think it all stems around business. Um, so we're one way or the other, we're, we're coaching individuals that are working through their, their business situation, whether it's their business that they're growing, 
or um, they're part of a business and they're growing their personal role in that business. Um, or the, I think the life coaching process, which I look forward to getting to, is definitely I, I would. Well, no, I can't say it would be more for business owners. It might be for executives. And it's literally I think that I don't know. I would guess it's going to be the, the thought of balance, life balancing in, and, and self-measurement. You know, like you're no matter what, if you hate eating turnips, you're not going to grin eating them. So just face it up and figure that out and all, and then start looking for what your next step is. But I think that's already more than 30 seconds. It's a business executive coaching assistant program. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Um, so because no, it's all, it's all, I told you I was putting on the, on the spot with that, but um, the, it, but it, it's it's funny how hard that is at the beginning. Just that what's the what's the you know the ten word answer, the two line answer for a pretty simple question, and 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 everybody struggles with that. Like when when I first started this business, what we're pushing nine years ago now, I'm like it would have been the most long winded, rambling mess of an answer, and I'm like, oh, like. We, we help people find a franchise down, right? Like, oh, that was that was super simple, right? And so um, it is just getting kind of getting that that, that, that confidence with that. But um, talk a little bit about like why focal point, right? So um, we were looking at a senior care franchise. We were looking at really two different kind of home service franchises in particular, right? Um, with this. And all at different times, the other three were all like, if we were ranking them, there were, there were days where the other ones were at the top of the list at some point during this journey. Right. Yeah. So why focal, why focal point for you? What was, what were some of the things that really for you led to this being the best, best match? The easiest answer to that is it literally just was the best match. That's the the very easiest answer. The clues that that made it feel as such is that it was um, most harmonious with my current life. It 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 was most consistent with what I'm doing every day. I think you often say that in your podcast. What what are you doing every day? And and it fit. It literally fit into that. There's also um, during that. Discovery, you you meet, and so every one of the franchisers I spoke with, loved them, every one of them, every one of them I liked. It, I, I was going, I'll, I'll make, I can't, I don't have a joke, but it reminded me of uh, my wife and I watched all the bachelors and bachelorettes, and there was always that time, you've never seen it where the guy's like, you know, yeah, this is all fine, and then he's, all of a sudden he's down to four, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And it, it reminded me of that. I thought, oh, my gosh, now I like this one today. This is the one that is the best because of, of the reason. So I did go back and forth through it. Um, the focal point, it was, again, what what I was doing already every day, um, The what I'd been doing on the side as my side hustle since um, leaving the company. When we sold, that company gave me a job. I, I saw that term through. and then. And then moved on. Um, so as a sign, I thought, well, I'm already kind of doing it. So I'll literally just be improving what I've been doing. I, and that should be 
that should be an easy step in. Um, and it just, it, 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 it hit so many requirements. I, I think really it was, I mean, it was after the fact that the, the good gut feeling came. I didn't have that moment of, of the good gut feeling, but it was more of these are the things that my wife and I like. These are, this is what I'm doing. This is what our lifestyle is. This is the list of things that are important to my entire family. And it checked off the most boxes. And so it just became obvious because it checked off the most boxes. Yeah. 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 That, that at the, at the end of the day, it's about the beginning of the day. You're the one that's got to get your butt out of bed every day and go do this. Right. Um, and the word you've mentioned probably three or four times that I think was a big differentiator for focal point for you was lifestyle. Right. You guys, you, you and your wife, yeah, you have, you have an active lifestyle. You got what another year till you till you're fully empty nesters and get get the get the kids all out of the house. Right. Until they come back later. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, lifestyle, you and I have talked about like being been, been on a boat. Right. And obviously mm -hmm. your music is a huge thing for you. Focal point really is is such a lifestyle brand. Um and not that you should do it just because of that and not that you couldn't have owned a senior care franchise or a home service and been able to have your gigs, but there's a lot more moving parts with that. Right. And so to be able to, to continue to do what you do and all I, I've told you this before, when all of a sudden you start doing stadium tours, right? Like hook a brother up with some tickets. Right. So, um, I'm not, just make sure I've got that on record, right? So, Carrie, you're on, you're doing stadium tours. Tim gets two free tickets. Deal? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Love it. Um, row 419 and section 612. So, um, one of the things I want to talk about too for you with this journey with focal point was, and this this phrase pops up not just with focal point but with franchising in general. A little imposter syndrome. Right. Like, mm, yeah. can I can I do it? Um, and that was a thing. And I think as we started narrowing down with focal point, it probably honed in on that brand a little bit more. But um, talk a little bit about that kind of some of the things that were, were on your mind with that and how ultimately you kind of work through it. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Uh, so. And I'll back up a little bit and kind of correct myself. So once we had got like, yep, this is the one that checks off the check boxes, the majority of the check boxes. It was still rather an unemotional um, commitment. I thought this will do what we need. I can get up and running. It should trigger revenue. I should be able to regain the investment. So I won't regret it. And let's do it. So it was very, it was very uh, unemotional. And so I was on a road trip. Uh, I had a, a show in Knoxville, not my show. I was drumming for somebody else. And so it was a nice long drive. And, I, and I'm still, um, it was the checkoff box. I don't think I had hit that concern yet. Listening to um, Franchising 101 Way Down, I heard the podcast that um, Focal Point CEO Steve was on. And he talked about that, um, you know, that life balance, you know, that, you know, the lifestyle and his words 
were were very like it gave me a lot of confidence. And so then I was lit like a torch. And that lasted a day. I think I went and played the gig. Then the next day, <laughs> when wait a minute. Like I here's what I did. Here's the mistake I did. I thought, God, that guy sounded so nice. So I went back and opened up the podcast on Spotify. I, no, I, yeah, Spotify. I watched on Spotify. Sorry. I've advertised Spotify. You're welcome, Spotify. <laughs> that, that's <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> right. Oh, they're looking for you now. Spotify <laughs> for podcasters, by the way. Have we mentioned Spotify for podcasters? So, okay, anyway, go ahead. So, oh, no, I could see his face, and, I, and it, you know, he just looked so together. And I thought, oh, my God. Okay, this is no good. I'm, I look terrible. And I immediately went into that panic of no one's going to want to hire me to be a coach. They're all going to be perfectly polished. They're going, they're going to be way ahead of me on general knowledge. Um, they're going to have greater degrees than I have. They're going to know everything. And so I voiced that uh, with basically what I guess would have been my focal point. You know, it, it was, he was the guy helping me like get through those last few minutes. Uh, his name's Scott. He, he did fantastic with that. And I reached out to him and he's like, yeah, you gotta, you need to speak to coaches. And he said, let me pick ones for you. And they were perfect. Cause I could share that there there's one. Um, each one was uniquely, uniquely good in what they gave. It was a, it was a wild experience. Everyone. So some were, some were very soft, like very, like they were more of a cuddle coach. I, I think if you could spend time, <laughs> some were very hard. One guy was just like, don't do it. We don't want you. And I was like, wow, yeah. Like, what a guy. Like, that's great. And he's like, we do, but not if you're not going to commit. Like, we want people to get in and right. add to. And he said, do you have the strength? That So he was already on the point of, yeah, whatever your, your emotional thing is today, do, do you have the strength to do this? Do you have the strength? So he was one of those kind of old schools. He's younger than I am, but he was very much an old school um, thought process, I, I thought. And he was perfect for that day. The overall, all of them I spoke with, none. Every one of them said they had not um, been part of a business that went through a full cycle. And they didn't know anyone who had gone through a business full cycle. And they literally have coaching opportunities that they can't land because of that fact because it wasn't their experience and so everyone was like you're going to crush it on that experience and knowledge alone if you just have confidence in do you know what your experience was and are you confident in sharing it then you're going to do fine so it was tough though i mean it, it i then i would lift and then I would the next day and I'd take, you know, send a message, I'd text God, I'd reach out to him. Like, yeah, anyway, they're hiring down at the local store. I'm someone to push a bro. I'm down. I'm the guy, you know, someone to count the broken eggs. And constant, yeah, I can't help that. I can't help that. So. Yeah, yeah. There, you, you got a little too, you a little too much time on your hands some days uh, with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> so no cool um but you are, you are and i think the you and i talked about this that the i think the biggest thing with with focal point in particular is i mean you're you are you have every conversation we have had from the very first one which 
like I distinctly remember going way too long, which is a shocker knowing it was me and you, right? But we were talking about your music and you were you were about to go to South by Southwest down in Austin to perform yeah. for the week and all this all this stuff, right? You are as genuine and as authentic of a person as I, as I've ever met. And as a and as a business owner, right? And I'm like I would be in that shoes of somebody you're talking to as as a potential client, like I just need somebody I can trust. Like I'm, I'm stuck as a business yeah. owner, right? I'm not a franchise yeah. owner. I'm a business owner, yeah. right? And can I trust you? Do I think you got my best, like best intentions in mind? Um, and then from there, it's like do what Focal Point tells you, right? Follow the curriculum, all the, all the, yeah. use all the resources. But really, it's a people business. Can 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 you build trust and relationship with somebody? And like that's going to be so stinking easy for you it's not even really funny right so um so yeah i like again as i tell everybody when they're launching their franchise it's not all rainbows and unicorns man there's gonna be some bad days right there's gonna be some i I fully expect the text at some point right right oh wait we didn't tell you that oh sorry (laughs) um yeah I, uh, I I fully expect the text of like Tim, what the hell did you get me into? And then <laughs> I wish for an hour reply, unsubscribe. And but but it will but stick 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 to the plan and be you, man. And you're gonna you're gonna do fantastic. So um, the one other thing I want to ask you about because you've gone through all through all of this from very literally being the person on the other end of this, listening to you know two old guys talk uh, about franchising. What would be your advice for somebody that is listening? That's like, geez, can I do this? Should I do this? Should what? Like, you've again, you've gone full cycle with this. What What would you tell somebody listening right now that's wondering if this is for them? Yes. Um, so, for the listeners of Franchising One Hundred and One, I would say if this is the first um, podcast, first episode you've listened to, listen to another one. I, I would do that, and I, I would. And probably one that I think is, I can't tell. There's some that are just you, Tim, where you really dive into a point and I learned a lot from that. Um, but then the others are the either the entities that that are representatives of, of uh, franchisors or some of the entities that are, um, they sort of support the whole industry. They're sort of on the outside. Like one of the ones I liked the most was uh, the girl that, uh, represented a company, I think that helped finance. That was a great, that was a great episode because I literally heard of things. And then the next few weeks, all I could do was see how many people I could ask if they had ever heard of it to confirm that no one, no one had heard of it. It's, it was fascinating. So, um, I would listen to one more. If this is more than your first episode, it's time to reach out. If you have not reached out, just reach out. Because what you know is you've already got the bug. There's no reason to listen to these. Well, you could have just more <laughs> curiosity. And, you know, like there are people that watch videos of other people eat food. So maybe it's just more <laughs> curiosity. But I say you're listening because you you want to, you've got that that crave. You're just, you want to do something. And, and it's, you should definitely reach out. Because my, why did I not reach out sooner? My first thought was, I'm going to be quickly obligated to something. And it took me, it probably took me 10 episodes before I finally was like, oh yeah, they're not going to charge me anything. Even though you close with it every time. I just thought, 
you know, I, yeah, I'm, just call me a slow learner. So I would definitely reach out, have no fear. They're not going to lock you in on something. It's painless. Um, you, you have to answer some questions, but we answer those questions just to buy, you know, garbage off of Amazon. So don't be afraid to answer the question. They're, they're no, they're really no different. Yeah. And then once the ball is rolling, um, I would say through, through the process, uh, the hard, one of the hardest things for me was, was not remaining open. I think that I took that in and just adopted that. And I, so I think that's key. What, what Tim always says, just keep, keep open to the process. The hard part for me was waiting for the process. You know, I, it was like great conversation. Can't wait to start tomorrow. So you, you're going to have a lot of stuff to line up. And in that time frame, um, the franchisers are going to reach out fast. They're going to be on top of it quick, but they start quick, but then they need time. And because they're busy with hundreds of us. And so in that time, you can do stuff like, I, I'm not going to trust myself to read an agreement that I'm obligated to for, we'll just say 10 years. Or for me, it, it's seven. I think I can say that. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, um, yeah the FDD, like just, who knows what an FDD is? Well, you're going to find out. And it's really not bad. And the best part of, I've spoken to people who thought about it and the only FDD they ever read in their life was the franchise they purchased. But with this, you're going to have them side by side. And that, that's an, it's so empowering. It's it, the, the Fran coach process really puts you on top of the wave that you're riding in the shore. It's, it's a, it's a great process. So call, get started, sit and on, those, on those blank times. Don't permit yourself to um, sit and worry. <laughs> Use those times to be like, I want an attorney. What kind of attorney should I get? I should get a franchise attorney. Are there literally attorneys that just say, yeah, all I do is franchise law or do they exist? Yes, they do. And so get one of those and, and, Go through the pro, just go through that process. Start uh, looking for like, so how will I set up my house? What will I do for internet connection? Do I want to go to an office building? What office? I mean, what's funny now since COVID, you could literally rent office, but at least no, it's got to be everywhere. You can rent office space for like, it's like a hundred square feet of office space. And then there's a landing outside the offices and that they provide a receptionist who's like, oh, you're here to see. And so you can do that. That's just more, every every franchiser has its model. They're gonna lay it out for you. So to the question, the process with, with Fran Coach, you're listening now, I would say, reach out, just get started. You're not gonna get stuck. They're not gonna obligate you. Tim's not gonna hate you. Uh, he doesn't have calls <laughs> that he sticks and you say, you know what, I'm for this and I'm leaving. Oh, my God, all the time now. <laughs> Ever since I talked to them, totally like, none of that. There's nothing to fear. So move forward. That's what I would say. Yeah, what he what he said. Well, um, and don't don't discount the the fact that there's a drawer over here with with some of those little dolls and sticks. So um, <laughs> you're originally uh, from Norway. I, I I tend to reserve them for the franchisors. So like that's our our our, our pal Scott Hartsfield with Focal Point. He gets a little every now and then, but um, it's uh it's all it's all good. But um, Carrie, it has been an absolute joy and privilege to get to know you and be able to help you through 
through this journey. And I know you're going to be just hugely successful. Um, we, I, I would love to have you once you get your feet wet and you get out there and get a few clients. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's do this again, my friend, and, and talk about what it's like once you're, once you're up and running and, uh, with this, but, but really uh, thank you so much for, for coming on and talking to us today. Appreciate it greatly. Oh, I loved it. I, I, I was honored when you asked and uh, it's it's been a joy. I, I look forward to seeing it. Thanks for all of our loyal podcast listeners not named Carrie Shields uh, for, for tuning in. And like Carrie said, don't listen to me. He said, reach out. So uh, how to do that? Brandcoach.net, franchising101podcast.net. Um, there really honestly is never any fee for our service. Um, so reach out today and help. let us help you create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great day, and we will talk with you soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.